Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. This is Let's Talk About from Style Canada. And let me tell you, we're talking. Let's face it, we talk a lot. We talk about things we love, hot topics, and anything in between. But what about the things we don't talk about? What about the things we want to know but don't know how to ask? Don't worry, we've got you covered. Let's expand our horizons. Let's talk about it. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Talk About. We're continuing our series on emotional intelligence with certified emotional intelligence coach, Sarah Joseph. Sarah, thanks for joining us again today. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited for our topic today. Yeah, so today we're talking all about how our thoughts create emotions, which feels very timely for me because I was just listening to a podcast uh, with Jay Shetty, how we have something and. This might not be the direct uh, stat, but it's something like we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day. 80% of those thoughts are negative and 80% of those thoughts are we repeat are repetitive. Yeah. So this, this podcast was on a slightly different topic than what you and I are going to talk about, but I just think it's so interesting about how what, what we say to ourselves, not only just necessarily out loud, but what the conversations we have in our head affect our reality. Um, yeah. So thrilled to be jumping into that today because then we'll talk about on next week's episode, just how we can change that behavior pattern too. Yeah. So a a couple good, like a a two-parter fair to say. Yeah. Two-parter. Yeah. Two-parter. Okay. Awesome. So you mentioned something to me when we were kind of going through what, what we're going to talk about next, this self-coaching model. So can you take us through like, what is this self-coaching model? Yeah. So this is not a concept that I created at all. And this was not a concept. This is a concept actually that I learned from another leading coach in the industry. And her name is Brooke Castillo. And if you don't know her, please get on her pages, go take a look at her podcast because she's amazing at what she does. And she's inspired so much of my own work that I, I don't think I'd be this far in, in what I'm teaching without what she's taught us. So amazing, amazing woman, please check her out. But she developed this concept or she works with this concept called the self-coaching model. And essentially what this does, it gets you to the root 
of your action of why you aren't taking action or why you're taking an inaction. And it really gets you to analyze those thoughts and those feelings that are creating all of what's happening kind of in your life. And she's used a bunch of universal teachings from different practices, from different teachers, just about what life kind of has thrown her way. And then she's used it to understand it in a way that's more digestible to your mind so that you can understand it better. And you can apply it in almost any area of your life. And I know that's a big, that's a broad area <laughs> to say broad that you statement. can exactly <laughs> to say this, that you say you could use this in any area of your life, but you really can. And I'm going to walk you through it. I'm going to show you how to do it. And then you're going to be able to apply it in your own life. So essentially, let's say that you wanted to start a business, right? Or let's say that you haven't started yet. You wanted to start it, but you didn't make that first initial post or brand it yet. Maybe you created that Instagram page that you wanted to create that content for, but you never got around to doing it. Or maybe you want to get into this long lasting, happy relationship, a healthy one at that, but it's just not happening for you, right? Or maybe you're struggling with vulnerability and you're not sure why these patterns are coming up for you over and over again. So this model kind of helps you to get that going. In terms of what the model is, you can get out a piece of paper if you want to write this down, or we can link it in the description somewhere in our, in our show today. But here is the essentially the roadmap for the model. So the model is your circumstances, which are your triggers. So anything that's out of your control, create these thoughts. These thoughts produce these feelings. And these feelings generate these actions. And these actions cause these results in your life. So in simpler terms, what I'm really saying is that you'll have a circumstance, a thing that happens to you, then you'll create all these thoughts about what it is, what it means, how it happened. And those thoughts will create all these chemical messages like we talked about in our last podcast about how you're going to feel about this specific situation. And then from those feelings, you will either take an action or an inaction. So you'll do it or you won't do it. And that will cause you to have this specific result that you're having in your life, right? So it's this caused this to happen, right? So cause and effect almost. So essentially what we're getting to is that when you can hone in on understanding what this process is for you, you'll be able to use it in any area of your life and finally take control of the things that have really been out of control and use it to your advantage. Is this, as you were like going through that process, I'm like, it feels like it's a self, does, is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy of what, like, if you don't stop that, right? Like, okay. So my thoughts, let's use like a simple example, like, oh, my, my boyfriend's on his phone at dinner. Right. So then my thought, so that's the, that's the circumstance, right? right? The thought is, oh, he must not be interested in me. He doesn't want to talk to me. He's, talk more something else is more important than me so that's my thought and then is the action the next step or was there something the feeling so from those thought patterns what do you feel so then I feel like neglected I feel hurt I feel like he doesn't like me I'm gonna pull away as well and then my action could be that I then pick out my phone and go on my phone and Mm -hmm. or I maybe I you know, we talked a little bit about how we manage anger and things. Maybe that maybe I have like an outburst and be like, why aren't you paying attention to me? Like, why don't you love, et cetera, et cetera. And then over time, does that kind of like 
this maybe creates he doesn't want to talk result. to me anymore maybe yeah <laughs> so i don't know like is is that the thought is that it can be is there exactly. a part of it that can be a self-fulfilling prophecy exactly you just kind of marked okay. it out right there right and from those thoughts those feelings that were generated for you were probably anxiety probably insecure right now i'm feeling but what if he's talking to someone else right what if he's yeah. not interested in me right so now i feel like i'm not lovable right and now you're making all these broad really broad statements about yourself which is really the underlining manual or the blueprint of how you've been thinking about yourself for a long time but what if we were able to change those thought patterns into He's just checking his phone because he's checking a work email and something that was important to him. Maybe he's just sending a text to his mom, right? Because his mom is really important to him and it has nothing to do with me, right? But it has everything to do with how you decided to think about it, right? And as the result of that, let's say you were going through those insecure processes or those thinking patterns, what the result would be that I don't feel good enough in the relationship. I am not enough in the relationship and therefore maybe I need to look for another partner, right? Or maybe this person isn't the one for me, right? So we end up in this kind of cycle over and over again because we never get to the root cause, which is our thoughts and our feelings that are creating this constant loophole that we're in. And that's like, you mentioned the blueprint. That's like what we've talked about in past episodes of it's like our past experience and what we've told ourselves. Exactly. Got it. Okay. Interesting. Is there anything else that I should try to think if there's anything else that I need to like unpack there, (laughs) but how is, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't, I don't think there's anything else there. The next one will really unpack it though. Okay. And like how, so that's, that's the model of it. it makes total sense. Um, I remember actually hearing a similar story. I think it was like Brene Brown shared something about her encounter with Oprah and like, she thought Oprah didn't like her. Do you know this story? Have you? Yes, I do. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the exact specifics, but it's like, she thought Oprah wasn't interested in what she had to say. And then later, many years later or something, they had a conversation. It was like, no, Oprah just had a million other things on her mind that day, had nothing to do with anything personal to her. So it's very interesting how we, do we do we take personally things that I mean we do right like things that happen to us like the Brene and Oprah example the example I just gave with boyfriend on the phone like do we just assume that it has something to do with us right away yes naturally right not naturally sorry but yeah we do right away because maybe we've been programmed to believe that for so long right so it comes with that self-value that self-worth that you have for yourself that self-confidence to know that hey this actually doesn't have anything to do with me right that's actually out of my control and whether they like me or not again out of my control mm-hmm. right so recognizing that they can even choose to like you or not like you and that should be okay but we live in a society where gaining someone else's approval is so heavily reliant on our self-worth and our self-confidence that we take that concept or that behavior pattern into every single thing that we do, right? Mm -hmm. So it can get toxic when we start to victimize ourselves, right? And say that, you know, it's because of me that they don't like X, Y, and Z, or it's because of me that my partner isn't X, Y, and Z, right? Mm -hmm. Really interesting. So how do our thoughts then create our feelings? Like, is there something like scientific hormonal, like that happens? So there is definitely a lot of science that goes into it. So I'm going to try to explain it as simply again as possible. So we don't get people lost in the, (laughs) in the chaos. Right. 
So let's start with circumstances. So these are usually things that happen that are completely outside of your control. So things like your past, right? You can't change what happened in your past. Other people's behavior towards you, their thoughts and feelings, right? That's something we can't control. And a lot of us spend a lot of time trying to control other people's thoughts and feelings and behavior towards us. But that's just simply something we cannot control. And it's you set yourself free when you're able to begin to accept that concept and things that happen to you. So things like you know, that stranger that we used in that last episode uh, that made that racial slur towards you or that comment towards you, right? So um, let's just say that those are all things that are outside of your control. Then there are things that are within your control. So it's what you decide to think consciously, what you decide to feel, and your present moment. These are all things within your control. So what we want to do is then look at our thoughts. So most of us are reacting to our subconscious thoughts because we think that we're not in control of them, right? So the problem here is we are actually in control of them, but these are thought patterns that have probably been ingrained in your mind. And if you've never done any mind management before, then you've never gone in to look at your mind and notice what your thoughts look, feel, and sound like, that self-talk you are basically operating in your adult life as the three-year-old, four-year-old, or five-year-old toddler that had learned those behavior patterns in the very beginning of your life, right? So that is where you really learned how to shape control. You really learned how to shape what other people do to you makes me feel X, Y, and Z, right? You really learned those core values and beliefs about the world and yourself. And you're now taking all of those patterns, especially if they made you feel bad, and you're bringing them into your adulthood. So really your mind management, although on the outside, you look like a mature 20, 30, 40 year old, on the inside, you're operating from the immature child or a child that doesn't know better. And that's okay, right, to recognize that. But once you recognize that, what we want to do is go in to understand where that really comes from. So then we talk about our feelings, right? So, and this is important because everything we do in life is so that we can feel a certain type of way. So let's say you go to watch a scary movie. Okay, and you're watching the scary movie and then you come out of it and it's mostly because you want to feel a certain type of way. You want to feel scared. You want to feel you want to feel suspense. Maybe you want to feel an adrenaline rush. But let's say you come out of that movie and you don't get any of that experience. You'll most likely not rate the movie very well. You most likely won't rave about it or you won't tell anyone to go and watch it. Right. Mm -hmm. Why is that? It's because you didn't get a physical feeling or a sensation happening to you in your body that created an experience, right? You were going for a physical experience. Then let's say you go on a roller coaster, same thing. You're going on the roller coaster to feel feelings of excitement and joy or a rush of adrenaline again, right? And if you didn't get that from that roller coaster, you most likely will rave about it, won't talk about it, won't encourage other people to go on it. You'll probably say that it sucked. Right. And that's because you didn't get a physical feeling out from it. So then we talk about our thoughts. So if your feelings are caused by your thoughts or your thinking, right, then everything you and everything you do in life is because you want to feel a certain way. I think it's really important that we know what we're thinking and have it be conscious, right? So a lot of us are reacting again to subconscious thoughts. So this is the part where you want to start to tune in to your mind, right? And you want to be, and this is where tools like meditation, 
tools like uh, journaling, for example, are really, really beneficial because they force you to kind of sit with yourself and observe your thinking. And you have to observe your thinking from a third party perspective, right? So going in to really understand and listen to what is going on in there, right? And when you get to understand what's going on in there, you'll know what your self-talk sounds like. You'll know how you really communicate back to yourself and you'll know how you're communicating back to the world. And I think there are many, many mistakes that people make when they first start tuning into their mind. And it's crazy what our thinking can really do when it comes to how we feel, how we react, how we respond, and then how we take action in our life. So you mentioned that this, like it's learned behavior from being a child. Is there, can you give like an example of like what the, what the parents behavior might've done for then the child to have whatever their experience and then that, how that translates later? Right. It may not necessarily always be from your parents. Right. It could also be the circumstance that has happened to you. So let's give an example where maybe you are in your adult life right now. And let's say you have a bit of an eating disorder. Okay. Maybe you eat a bit too much and you're not a, you just are not able to exercise. You're not able to Mm -hmm. get yourself to lose any weight, but that's your goal. You really want to achieve that. So let's go back as to the thinking process, right? So the thinking process is that, you know, maybe nothing ever worked out. Maybe everything I've ever tried just never worked out. I've done all these, you know, weight loss training, and I've done all these diets and exercises, but nothing ever works. So the thinking pattern in there is nothing ever works. But then you go deeper into that. And you find that, hey, the reason I maybe eat so much now is because when I was growing up, as a child, we didn't have this luxury right? I didn't grow up having a lot of food served on the table all the time, right? Maybe my parents just couldn't afford to provide such a big meal all the time, or maybe there were days where I didn't eat, right? Now that you have an abundance of food, it can be hard to break that pattern, right? Where you're now overeating as a result of not having anything before. So that's kind of how you can track it back a bit. Okay. That's kind of where your childhood patterns and behaviors really stem into your adulthood. Okay. Interesting. I'm just also thinking like, there's never a way to come out of, and we'll talk about like childhood and future episodes and inner child, but there's probably never a way to come out of your formative years, like unscathed in any way. Right. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You always have to face it eventually. Yeah. (laughs) So when we're using this self-coaching model, what are some common errors that we might make or mistakes that we might make in the process of you also, is it, is it fair to say you also use the term mind management? Mm-hmm. Is that can, is that like a replacement term for the self-coaching model or is mind management something totally different? Um, They're fairly the same thing, but the mind management is more just being able to tune into your mind and manage what the heck is going on. Okay. In there. Okay. And then this is like more of a model. Okay. So in terms of the mistakes that we can make with using the model, what are some of those like typical roadblocks we might encounter? Right. So for anyone that has never really tuned into their mind before, this is the first time you may be hearing about this process and you're going, whoa, my thoughts create my feelings. Let me try this thing. Right. Mm -hmm. I want a different action. The first common mistake people make is when they tune into their mind, it's scary in there. Like there's some (laughs) crazy ass thoughts in there and you're going, holy, 
how the heck did like why do I think this way right and I feel like it's always at like 4 a.m yeah yeah <laughs> exactly exactly it's always those 4 a.m thoughts right but yeah. it's crazy in there it's a shit show in there you're going oh my god why do I think this way I can't believe I think this way and then what we do is we go into this place where we beat ourselves up for having these thoughts and feelings and then we go into this place where we need to immediately fix it right so when we go into this place where oh my god I hate these thoughts I want them out of my brain and I want to change them we're not coming from a place of self-acceptance because we need to do a little more work before we can begin to change a thought we need to accept that these thoughts and feelings exist for us and have a little compassion around why we feel that way right so let's go back to that you know maybe let's go to an example where you're facing a lot of fear because you feel unlovable right? And you're not getting into a healthy relationship. And you tell a friend that, right? Your friend is probably going to give you the best advice ever, right? They're going to be there for you. They're really going to support you. They're going to be your rock during that time. But when we tune into ourselves and we notice these thoughts, we immediately beat ourselves up and we become, bull become bullies towards ourselves, right? So we're not even our own best friends. We don't even have our own back, right? So what we want to do is focus on being your own best friend, Go into it with more curiosity and understanding, hey, I have this thought, I need to do a little more work because it's coming from something that probably happened to me in my past, right? So can you go back into your childhood, your adulthood, maybe it's your early teen years, right, where an event happened to you that created this traumatizing factor that has now caused you to think this way about life and yourself in general, right? Only when we get to that place of, of course, I feel that way. Like, look at what I went through when I was a child, right? I had no food. Of course, I overeat now, right? That makes so much sense. That's exactly what your friend would probably tell you, right? They'd have that empathy and compassion for you to say, hey, be patient with yourself. And that's exactly what you want to do when you're noticing your thoughts for the first time is to not reject them. It's to actually go in to accept, hey, I hear that. The other part is we'll probably face a lot of anger and fear and resentment for having these thoughts in the first place and noticing that they want, noticing that they've been controlling the way that we think and feel and the actions in our life. And that's really important because you want to also understand and accept that those ang those feelings of anger and fear and anguish are really important to help you to get to the other side. Right. So we don't want to reject the fact that we feel angry. We want to go in to validate it. Right. Of course, you feel angry. Look at how much of your life was robbed because of these thinking patterns. Right. Look at how much these emotions have hijacked you having a happy, healthy relationship. Of course, you'd be upset and angry and you're allowed to be. Accept that you're allowed to be. The other common mistake people make is they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. I took a minute to listen to my thoughts. I hate what's in there. I'm going to bypass the thinking and the feeling part. And I'm going to go straight to changing the action, right? So now what they do is they go into all these different areas where they try to change, 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 change. I'm just going to change waking up early. I'm going to change this habit. I'm going to change my hair color. I'm going to change this. I'm going to do that. And that might provide you with some temporary growth, but then you'll find that it stops working. And the reason that it stops working is because it's it's still fueled by that same that same thought and feeling pattern that you had before that was creating this result that you didn't want, right? So if those same old thinking patterns and behaviors are fuel are are the fuel for your new action, they most likely won't work, or they'll work for a period of time and then yield the same results that you had before. 
right? So what we want to do is, again, remember that changing the action is an action is just a temporary Band-Aid. And what we want to do is we want to go into changing the thought, acknowledging, sorry, the thoughts and feelings that are there first, accepting where they've come from, and then shifting into that positive change. That's the kind of the only blueprint that I have there. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Because I could imagine, like, if you're just going to the end of changing the action, that there must be other issues that come up from that, right? So like, I'll go back to my example. So let's say I don't blow up on my boyfriend for being on his phone. And then I just stay quiet. And then I don't say that something is still like eating at me inside. That then will lead to a whole other set of issues, essentially, exactly. I'm guessing. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. So now you're trying to yeah. change that action. Because I changed that action that you... I didn't blow up. But Okay, keep going. Sorry. Exactly. No, no, no. You're, you've got it all down packed. This seems to be something that's resonating with you, I assume. Yeah, because I think I never thought through the I've always known how powerful. Let me not say I've always known. I've I feel like over the past few years and listening to whether it's reading different material or listening to different podcasts, you do understand how much how much your thoughts play into things, I guess. But mm-hmm. I feel like I just am sort of in the next, I feel like through COVID anyway, I think more of us had time to 
kind of reflect, I guess, and see how and, and think or look, go through our emotions more. And I do see how the stories we tell ourselves like come cause the action. Right. So yeah, yeah I think it's super interesting. Um, and I think for me, the first thing that I more try to do, and you tell me if this is when we talk about how we can apply it to our daily lives, I'd imagine one of the first things, it sounds like one of the first things might be being quiet with yourself, meditating, journaling, but I'm also thinking like in the moment, right? Like practically applying this, not so let, I bet you, I'm guessing that there's, and we could talk about maybe some proactive things like the journaling meditation, but I'm also just thinking of like, okay, when you're confronted with a situation later today, what's like the initial step you could take? Is it probably you talked about mind management, just seeing the thoughts that I tell myself and being aware of those thoughts. And is then, is there also just, is it the right thing to do to try to stop those thoughts? Like say they're a negative thought, is that the right thing to do? Or is it like deeper than that? It's a little deeper than that. So what you want to do is go into doing all that thinking and that processing on a in a time where you're actually feeling okay where you're feeling good and you're not being triggered Got right it. and that's going to help to set up the foundation of how you want to think later because when you're in a circumstance where you're triggered all you're thinking about is that trigger right mm-hmm. all that's happening to you is that chemical response happening in your body over and over again and that's why i really emphasize working with the coach or a therapist because what's great is that in the times that you're not triggered you're in an environment where you feel safe where you can confide in someone where you can talk about different different mindsets where you can talk about how to think about something or feel about something. And what's great is that you can then slowly begin to take those little seeds that you've planted in your mind and implement them into the areas where you're triggered. Now, the first few times that your boyfriend, for example, goes on his phone during dinner, you're still going to want to snap, right? (laughs) Understand that this is okay. This is part of the process of you being patient with yourself, right? You are doing the work, right? You are going in to manage your thoughts and it's not going to change right away. You've had this thought pattern for maybe the last 14 years of your life, 15 years of your life or more. How could you expect it to change in three days, right? Or two days or one day of sitting down to journal and meditate, right? We haven't built the skill enough. And this is where we want to have some compassion and empathy for ourselves and be patient with our divine healing, right? Be patient with when your time is your time. And you'll start to notice bit by bit by bit, you're you're going to be in tune with your thinking. You're going to be in tune with your thoughts. They're going to be so loud. You're going to go, whoa, that was just a whisper before, right? And now I can really hear this new thought pattern coming in. I know for me personally, I struggled with this a lot, right? In the beginning when I first used the model and I first understood the concept and I went, why is this not working, right? Why did I go through all that work and it's just not yielding the results I want? And that's when I recognized that I I was being way too hard on myself, another place where I was beating myself up for not getting it. So that perfectionist part of me was also coming up and it was going, you need to get this down pack right now or that man is going to leave you, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I was blaming myself in the same time and I was being a victim and there was just so many elements that were coming up. And then bit by bit, I started going, okay, you know what? I'm going to go at my own pace. There is no rush to figure this out right now. I have been doing this. I've been thinking this way for the last 14, 15, 16, 17 years of my life. 
I need to give myself a little time to make this goal of mine more action oriented later in the future. So I am doing the work right now. I'm taking little micro shifts that are going to actually make massive shifts later. And what I'm doing is doing it by the process of repetition. So that's kind of how the mind works. The mind likes process and it likes repetition and it likes to continuously do things. And with that, it will begin to create a pattern for you. So it'll create a new neuron or a new neural pathway in your brain to start to think positively, right? Or start to think in this new direction that you wanted to think. But think of it as a really skinny road, right? It's a really, really, really skinny road and it won't grow unless you nurture it. It won't expand unless you put more concrete into it if you do some construction, right? Whereas this old thinking pattern is really thick, right? It's got a lot of pathway to go on and it's the path of least resistance. So what we want to do over time as we continue to train our brain to go from this old thinking to this new thinking, you're building that muscle in your mind to not only make that old pathway smaller, but you're making the other pathway bigger. And over time, give it a couple weeks, months, or years, you'll be following this new pathway like a T. Like you will not have any issues, but you have to be a little consistent with it and keep going back to going Okay, I'm being patient. I maybe had a bit of a blow up right now, but this part of me is going to teach me how I can excel by beginning to think this new way of thinking. Okay. And are there some like steps then that we can take or actions like the journaling or things that we should be doing to get yeah. to, to hope that we're better people in the coming <laughs> months and years? <laughs> right. Yeah. And I don't even think that better processors maybe (laughs) yeah better better processors that's for sure uh so something you can start doing where this is what I initially did was pick a few areas or even just start in one area of your life where you you know you're really struggling or you're taking an action and it's not yielding the results you want or there's something you want to do with your life but you haven't done it yet why not right and what you want to do is kind of pull out a pen and paper and you're going to do something called a thought download and this is where you're going to go into your mind and you are going to write down every single thought that comes to mind about this specific topic right and completely raw and completely unfiltered if you need to use you know harsh language in it use those harsh language use exactly what's coming up in your mind and what I like to say is when you're doing this do not limit yourself to any time Okay, allow yourself to keep going and you know you're ready to stop writing when your mind is actually completely quiet. And what's happening is as you're writing, you're channeling different parts of yourself. So maybe the past, your inner child, your perfectionism, your people pleaser, your fear of failure, you're channeling all these areas of yourself that have been holding on to past thoughts and feelings and it just needs to get it out. And you finally focusing in on you, you're able to get those thoughts out and your mind will become quiet when it knows that it has gotten all the undivided time and attention that it needed this entire time. Once you're done that, you can even do this in a voice note. If you're not a writer, you're not somebody that writes a lot. You can do this in a voice note. You can even do this uh, in meditation if you'd like to observe your mind or journaling. I prefer journaling. I'm more of a writer. I like to see the thoughts literally coming out of my body as I'm journaling. Then what you want to do is do something called a feelings download. Okay, so you're going to go in to recognize all the feelings that are associated with those thoughts. 
Some of us have a hard time identifying our feelings from a thought, right? So what you can do is you can pull up something called an emotions wheel on Google and you follow the chart and you literally look at all the emotions that resonate with you with a specific topic and just write them down. Hmm. The other part is sometimes there's some of us that go, okay, Sarah, I get it. I know what I'm feeling, but I don't know what I'm thinking. What do I do there? So I know I feel anxious and tired and stressed out, but what do I do about that, right? I don't know what I'm thinking. I don't know what's causing it. Start with the feelings down low first, get out all the feelings, and then go to the thinking. So you I can like kind this. of- I'm going to do this after our conversation today. Oh my God. Tell me I how I love that. It's amazing. <laughs> so once you've done that, you want to go in and then take a hard look at those thoughts and feelings like really go into it without judgment without criticism without any type of rejection of what you're feeling and thinking and shame go into it with curiosity and fascination and exploration and go okay this is what has been in my mind and this is my manual this is how my brain is set up to think about this specific area in my life for example love for example my business or whatever example that you need that you're going to use in your life and when you do that come from a place of acceptance so then what you can do is take it one step further if you want again working with a therapist or coach this would be great because then you can go into that inner child healing a little bit more or understanding those root root causes or events that have happened to you in your life that cause this thinking and what you'll do is go in to notice, okay, so why do I think I'm unlovable? I wrote that down. I wrote, I am unlovable. Why? Literally ask why. That is the number one question you can ask yourself to initiate all this thinking, all this processing. And when you start to begin to ask why, you'll go into, well, that guy broke up with me when I was 15 and I really loved him. That meant that I he didn't love me and I was unlovable right? Or maybe my mom told me that I'm always so hard to please. Of course, I'm unlovable, right? Or someone tells me, maybe my best friend tells me I have such high expectations. Of course, I'm unlovable, right? But go into understanding that this is how you're thinking. It's not the end result. It's not how you want to feel the rest of your life, but this is just how you're thinking temporarily right now. This is how you've been operating. This is your system, your manual. And then what you can do is begin to understand with a little bit of compassion. My 15-year-old self had it really rough when that breakup happened, right? And I didn't fully heal. I just kind of tied it up in a little pretty box and I put it away and I never thought about it again. But look at the damage that it's done to me now. And we can use this in every little area of your life moving forward. We won't get into how to fix the thought patterns because we want to first go into accepting them, right? And in another episode, we can conquer how do I go into, hey, I understand these thoughts and these think these feelings and this thinking pattern, but now I want to go into really change it because I see that I fully accepted it. I understand where it comes from and I want to move in the direction where I can build happier, healthy relationships, for example. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'll get into that in another episode. Okay, great. Well, I love how there can be moments of time to your point where you're not, I love the example of how you flipped it too. Like you can go with emotions first. Cause I feel like, especially this time of year, like we could feel stuck. We could feel like, you know, it's winter. It's not. So what am I feeling? And then reverse it into what I love that. I never thought of yeah. it that way. So very interesting. And yeah, yeah next week we'll kind of dive into the second piece of this. Exactly. 
Amazing. This was all, I loved this episode. Very informative. I loved it too. I feel like there's some, some activities that I'm going to do after, after we sign off. Can you let everyone know again, just where, you know, if they can't wait to get more till next week, where they can find you and take a look at some of the other um, things that you share on, on social and on your site. Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram at Sarah Joseph underscore coach. And then you can also find me on TikTok at Sarah.eicoach. And then you can find me there. My website is still underways. So we are still in the way of making that happen. But you can find me there. You can DM me if you want to work with me. Or if you have any questions or comments about anything we've talked about in the podcast, you can let me know. Great. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. And we'll see you next week. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this conversation. If you were intrigued by anything in our conversation, we encourage you to talk about it. Tell a friend, post on social media, take action in your very own way. Subscribe to get the newest episode at your fingertips as soon as it drops. Until next time, check out Style Canada, a disruptor in the media for its community of inquisitive style seekers. You can find us at style.ca or on social media. Just like this podcast, Style Canada is not just about style. It's about living a lifestyle that leaves people open to evolution and opportunity. This episode was hosted by Elise Gasparino. The music credit goes to Raspberry Music and was brought to you by Style Canada. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.